The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is Muriel Felous, your host. And today is kind of a comeback slash announcement episode because I've been away for quite some time now. I was struggling with some throat chakra stuff, with some illness. And to, to be frankly transparent, I'm not completely done. Um, I'm still struggling with a backache. But I think that I I was able to heal the you know, the persistent cough that I had for months now. It seems that it's resolved itself. And I'm going to let you know why. That has a lot to do with my announcement and all the new things that are happening with co-parenting with the universe and myself. So first, let's take an anchoring, grounding breath, especially since this episode has to do with being grounded. And breathing is something that we can do anywhere, no matter what, because we have to breathe to survive. Let's take three full deep breaths. Inhale all the way down to your first chakra. Imagine that the air is coming in and is going down to the tip of your spine. So let's inhale. Two, three, four, five, six. And let's exhale. Three, four, five, six. Inhale. Three, four, five, six, exhale, three, four, five, six, last one, inhale, three, four, five, six, and exhale, four, five, six. And intentionally bring all your energy here to be present around your body and in your body. Detach from anything that you were thinking about. Give yourself a few minutes. This episode won't be a long one. To be here for yourself, with yourself. Really letting yourself absorb and retain or remind you of what you're going to hear. Because the truth is, we know a lot, but we forget that we know, and therefore we don't implement and we don't practice. And what we're going to talk about today is how to be grounded when you're a busy mother and you don't really have time for long spiritual practices or even long health practices because being grounded will help us also be healthy. And 
a lot of what I'm going to say, I'm going to give you five ways to be grounded, stay grounded or reground. <clears throat> sorry. When you don't have time. So things that you can do anywhere, anytime. Uh, in your house while you're doing stuff, when you're driving, etc. Being grounded is really, really important, especially for those of us who have a tendency, like myself, to be all the way up in the air, with our consciousness being all the way, sometimes even above our body. It leads to illness and in my case, to my body reminding me to come back, to be present. I am suffering right now from a very strong backache. And while I was meditating on all the chronic pain that I very often experience, I realized that in one way at least, maybe there are other messages, it is my body's way of reminding me to be in my body. It is so painful that I don't have another choice. And frankly, I would rather remember myself and practice being grounded and not having to be reminded in that way. So that's also uh, um, self-serving what I'm doing today, reminding you, reminding myself and committing to having practices to stay in the body. First, let's take a little detour and let you know that we are going to switch from Lipsin, where I currently have my podcast, even though you may be listening on Apple or iTunes, I mean, or Spotify, or Google Play, or anywhere else, the page, the way, the, the source where I store my podcast was Lipsin. And I'm currently migrating to a platform that is way more spiritually um, and energetically oriented that resonates for me so much more. It's called mindbodyspirit.fm and this was created by two wonderful ladies, Diane and Tina. Diane used to work for Hay House. I remember talking to her when I used to call Hay House, the programs back then, a long time ago. And then she was, I don't remember if she was the producer maybe, or what her role was in the Unity podcast, you know, Unity Church. So she's really, I resonate with her and I resonate with some other podcasts on her platform, on their platform. And that was one of the reasons why I decided to migrate. So the, the difference that is going to be for you in me migrating there there may be, at some point, I don't know if they're already doing it, uh, just an ad in the middle of the episode. But that's the only difference. And 
you can know that the energy of this podcast will be even vibrating even higher because now even the platform where it's uh, stored and redirected through various applications and other platforms is high vibration. So I love that idea. That was one of the reasons that I decided to migrate. And the other kind of announcement is that I shut down the membership, but I will talk about that at the end of this episode. We're not going to go into it right now. And for now, we're going to come back to being grounded. How can you stay or come back to feeling grounded and being energetically grounded, even though we never really lose the connection, but be more aware, conscious, experience it in a stronger way. When you're so busy that you don't even have time to meditate, maybe, or you don't, you don't have time to do any kind of spiritual or energetical practice. I'm going to propose to you five ways that don't add time to your daily schedule. The first one is to stay grounded through food. So anything that grows inside, inside the dirt, inside the earth, will ground you, like potatoes, sweet potatoes, any kind of root, um, carrots, radishes, especially radishes, they have the red color, so it's the color of the first chakra. All those veggies will help you stay grounded on a cellular level. So that's one way that you can um, practice being grounded with your food. And as you are eating it, putting the intention of feeling grounded, feeling in your body and connected to the earth, because intention doesn't add time. Um, so that's the first way. The second way is adding first chakra color and intention of being grounded in your life. So first chakra is resonating with the color red. So maybe you can add more red in your wardrobe, uh, in your bed. Um, I forgot how it's called in English, but your sheets and comforters and pillows, a little bit more red there. Adding some red maybe on your walls, maybe a bracelet that is red, so that every time, and putting the intention, requesting from your brain, um, requesting is not the word, but let's say ordering your brain, giving a, an, an order to your brain to remind you of staying grounded every time you see that. And I know that the brain sometimes, uh, so not sometimes, but you, you're going to get used to seeing the color and then you're going to just forget about it even when you see it. So maybe change the spot if you put something um, in your house. If it's like an, like an object, you can move it so that suddenly you notice it again. If it's a scarf, you don't put it every day. So every day that you're going to put it, you're going to be reminded. Same thing, if it's a bracelet, you can change 
the side of your body, the, the wrist that you're wearing it on. I personally have a red necklace that I made. So infused in that, the energy of being grounded and the intention. So red is the second way, the color. The third way is the music. I'm going to give you one of the ways that I do it, and it's, it's a little bit weird, but I love it. But before I do that, there is a lot of earth frequency music on YouTube that you can find and play maybe in your house as you're cooking those root vegetables that will ground you. As you're wearing your, maybe not your scarf when you're cooking, that's not a good idea, but your bracelet, you can even combine. Um, as you're putting a tablecloth, maybe that's, or, or mats that are red, or, or with drawing of veggies that come from the earth, they have those on YouTube grounding frequency or you can google google music to ground yourself and you'll you will find plenty for myself so i do that sometimes for me also any kind of drums because i start moving my hips and my feet will help me feel grounded and one exercise that i used to do with people before a workshop when i did workshops in person was there is music that I love from Lindsay Sterling she plays violin and there is one that is called shadow and it's full of stamping like you can stamp on the rhythm of that music and I used to have people stamp walking while stamping to really bring your energy back into your hips and your feet and down the ground you can do that while you walk in the house from one room to another. Let's say you put the music strong in the house or in your ears. And while you're unloading the laundry and bringing it to the, the bedrooms, you can stamp like that with intention of feeling grounded. Plus that music is really, really joyful. I, if, I, if that's possible, if it lets me do it, I think I can. I'll put the YouTube link in the description of this episode for her music. I really love her music and especially that song. So that's the third way to feel grounded. The fourth way is, of course, breathing. We did it at the beginning of the episode. And you can do that under your shower. While you're showering, as you know, I shared many times um, my practice when I shower, I imagine that I clear my vibes, I clear my aura, I clear my energy from anything of lower vibration there that is unwanted. You can also breathe deeply while sending your energy into the earth while you're showering. You can even use that cord or that right now lately I do more like a trunk a tree trunk of energy going into the earth I feel even stronger connection like that so you can try that if that works for you everyone is different 
Some people like to see a waterfall. Some people like to see just energy cords. Some people like to just have roots. For me, the tree trunk really works well because I can grow it even when I sit to be the size of my whole body. And I really feel the difference on the energy level in my body. So while you shower, you breathe. And you inhale for six seconds and exhale for six seconds, which has been proven by science to really calm the nervous system down. You can add color, you can add anything you want, but just breathing by itself will help you ground with the intention. Breathe and ground. You can remember, breathe and ground. You can do inhale, breathe in your mind, exhale, ground, send your energy into the earth. So that's the fourth way of grounding. And the last way, we already touched on it, is just to have the intention and ground yourself energetically everywhere you go. So this one for me was a little bit challenging at the beginning, especially when I drove, because... It's one thing to ground when you are sitting or standing in one place. But having your energy being grounded as you're in movement, for me, was a little bit more challenging. I really had to think and come with an image to be able to stay and feel grounded while I'm in movement in a car, in a train, because I take the train a lot here. Um, I even did it in the plane, to tell you the truth. When I was traveling into France lately, I sent, I grounded myself, which is a, a more advanced practice, into France before I arrived, even though the jet lag, there is no jet lag between France and Israel because it's just one hour. I also did it when I came back from the United States because there was 10 hours difference. I grounded myself there before I arrived. And I grounded myself here before I came back, like the day of, while I was in the airplane. So, but that required me to practice that um, for some time, grounding myself into the earth while I'm in movement. Try it. I promise you this is highly beneficial because then you will strengthen that grounding and you will become more aware of it no matter where you are, what you're doing, or where you're going. So that's the fifth way of grounding yourself without adding any time in your already busy schedule. And if you want, you can also get the list of them to have a visual to remind yourself um, by visiting my website. Actually, you know what? I'm going to put it in the Facebook group because I have the five-minute tapping chakras challenge on my website, which you can still 
receive when you join our list, our, our, our newsletter, I'm going to invite you to come to the Facebook group, Co-Parenting with the Universe, on Facebook, I think it's facebook.com slash groups, slash co-parenting with the universe. But if you are looking, uh, searching into Facebook, into groups, you'll find it. And there I'll put it in the files. I'll, I'll create a PDF with it. And you'll be able to have a visual to put in your, I don't know, your kitchen or your journal, if you journal daily. I know I do. That way you can remember and what we practice a lot becomes a habit. For me, it becomes a habit to ground myself in the, with an energy trunk in the earth and it changes my day. It changes the way I feel. It changes my pain level. It changes everything because I use all the tools that I know to lower the pain. I don't like medications. I certainly don't take painkillers. I mean, nothing against people who have to take them, but I, I, um, as you know, I had hepatitis B uh, back a few years ago, and I don't want to send that to my liver. The last thing that I wanted to share today was the reason why I shut down my membership and what I'm now doing with my coaching practice that is maybe a little bit different, but not so much. I was constantly forcing, pushing, even though I tried to be very spiritual about it, uh, to be aligned, to have more members, to grow my membership. There was resistance in me, which I haven't, um, I haven't dissolved yet. I'm working on it. And the energy behind it, I could even feel it myself. So I'm sure the people could feel it and let me know if you did. The energy was more like a pushing energy, like a, I'm going to grow that and it will, be, I, it will be beneficial for you to, to join a membership because that way you practice often, often and it becomes a part of who you are and you can self-grow spiritually and, and uh, emotionally. Even though all that is true, we need to practice daily. We need our practices because we are living in a time where there is so much demand from the outside. There is so much negative messaging that if you're like me, a little bit sensitive, which I'm more than a little bit, but let's say if you're an empath or even if you're highly sensitive, you absorb all that and it was creating a tornado of anxiety that was not even conscious. I, I was feeling something bringing me down, being heavy, bringing me to a... Frankly, I felt depressed on some days because I, I was growing it and then it's natural, some people come and go. And... It was a constant battle. I was constantly trying to visualize to grow it. There was too much pushing energy. That's when, what my mentor, one of my mentors used to call paradoxical intention. 
when you want something so much that you are actually pushing it away. And there was no more joy in there. And as you know, if you want to co-create with the universe, we're talking about co-parenting, and here we're talking about co-creating. If you want to co-create something that you really want, you need to be at an emotional state that is at least neutral because you vibrate at the level at which you emote. And when you emote such effort, what you're going to encounter, you stop at the floor of efforting. You stop at the floor of feeling. It's almost almost resonating with despair, even though I don't like to be negative, but that's that's very close to it. And you cannot attract, you cannot draw to you anything good on that level. So I decided to drop it. Uh, I had one more member um, cancelling last week and I was asking the universe for a sign uh, because it was percolating in me for a few weeks. I was like, there is no joy in there. Is it something that I need to drop? But as you know, when something is there to that you're so attached to, you have a hard time letting go. And when I realized that I was attached to results, I knew it couldn't be good because that's the, one of the first teachings of every philosophy, every spiritual master there will tell you that you need to let go of attachment for two reasons. First, what was happening with, with me, paradoxical intention, even if they don't call it that way, you're going to push away what you want. Second, you're going to block the universe to give you the highest possible vibrating version of what you want. Because I was too attached. My real desire is to have something that I love doing and that can feed me completely on a, on a money level. And I'm not there. I'm still working with accounting and doing that. So I wanted it so much. I wanted to have a constant income because you know when you have clients you have periods where it's very um, abundant and you bring a lot of income and periods where it's lower that's the nature of the beast that's the nature of growing a practice that's the nature unless you are someone who's very famous like Deepak Chopra where I'm sure he doesn't worry about that but I'm not there yet. And I don't know if I will be ever at that level. I don't know. I used to visualize that. But right now, I decided to let go of any unflexible form of how it should come. All I want is doing that every day because when I serve, when I work with clients, we get amazing results and I love that. It, it brings me pleasure, it brings me rewards. And making a, a decent living where I can be free to do whatever I want. So I decided to close the membership and right away I felt lighter. And I decided to really focus more on the podcast growing the podcast, finishing my certification with the clinical tapping and letting the universe bring 
private clients, which it has always happened, in any way or the highest version that it could be, and following my intuition. Because every time I don't follow, I pay the price. And this price of wanting the membership to grow has been going on for, I don't know when I opened it, maybe a year ago, when I fully opened it, maybe, maybe even more. It was not fun. So that's why I did it. You may hear a siren. There is an ambulance here. Unfortunately, I cannot block the noises from outside. So the membership is now closed and I will have classes and workshops whenever I will have them. I don't know yet when. And that will be your way if you want to work with me as a group. That will be the way we'll do it. I'm still figuring out my marketing. What, what is at the source of that is I don't like to market. I, I even hate it because I feel that this is, this is not my forte and I, I'm giving it to the universe. The universe is going to be my PR agent. The universe is going to be my marketer. Um, I will just follow what I feel. What I've been doing with my parenting what I've been teaching you and my private clients, I'm going to apply that in big to my business. And I'm relinquishing, surrendering to the universe for that. Still doing my part, of course, because I'm doing the podcast. But having a vision that is more aligned with how I want to feel, what I want to do in general terms, rather than how it should look in the form, if it makes sense. We're going to have also an episode as it relates to motherhood, to parenting, applying that in more details, selecting the higher vibration version. So that, that was one of the things I wanted to let you know today. The other thing is, if you want to ask questions and you want to be part of the show, I now have a way for you to record your question. Of course, you can give as much detail as you want. You can give an initial. This is from A from blah, blah, blah location. On my website, you can record a question and I will address it in the show here. So I'm very excited about that because I did that for past life show, past life regression show where I shared some benefits of the various past life regressions. I was able to record with my voice and she, she uh, aired it in one of her episodes for people to have um, an idea of how it helped me in my life today um, to go through a specific portion of a specific life reg past life regression. I've shared it in my episodes in the past. I will share it again because there are more lessons. And even in, in the past life regression that I did with Katish, I realized why I wanted to go to America so much. Why since I was 16, I dreamt about spending some time there. 
It was amazing. There is such an emotion of love that comes from stepping back into that life and looking at it and feeling it. It was really marvelous. So that's all I wanted to share today, as usual. Thank you for listening. I'm so, my heart is full of gratitude for you listeners. And you can always submit questions. If you don't want for people to hear your voice, you can send me an email at askmuriel@gmail.com, or you can visit my website. And from my website, you can send me an email with a question. And I will be delighted to answer it and maybe share a small tapping session about your, your specific issue. That's a way to get coached personally by me uh, for free. Because as you know, tapping is way more powerful when we're specific. So that's it. That's our episode for today. And I wish you a lot of grounding And I'll see you next time with another episode. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify or any other platform of your choice. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Dendy-Smith and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.